Well, you know where this is going. Of course, you probably got the notification onto your phone earlier today that Irish singer Sinead O'Connor has passed away at the age of 56. Still not a lot known about her death, but uh, she certainly has a complicated legacy when it comes to her musical career. So we're going to talk a little bit about her life and what she contributed to music controversially and otherwise right now with our guest who's a freelance music publicist and Sirius XM, XM host, excuse me, Eric Alper. Eric, thank you so much for making the time. Oh, no problem. Always happy to talk about Sinead O'Connor. This one came as a surprise when she was so young, 56. I mean, that's that's a reasonably young age. We don't really know much detail when it comes to the cause of her death, though, do we? No. Uh, the only thing that we know that the family came out a, a couple of hours ago with a statement that asked for privacy and that they are deeply saddened, as you would expect them to be. But, you know, this was... For anybody that's kind of followed her career since 1990, since her debut album of The Lion and the Cobra, and then, of course, that massive follow-up with I Do Not Want What I Haven't Got, um, we shouldn't really be surprised that the ending is this. She was definitely one of the most outspoken artists of our lifetime when it came to activism, when it came to advocating for social justice, for human rights. She used her voice and her songs talking about and encouraging women to break free from the constraints that not only the music industry put upon her, but the planet did. Um, they, she talked in interviews a lot about inner strength and self-acceptance and finding happiness from within, but it was completely marred by absolute tragedy where um, not only did her 17-year-old son Shane die from suicide last year, um, but of course her ripping up the picture of Pope John Paul II live on Saturday Night Live um, absolutely derailed her career that she not only told me when I was working with her, but in her book Rememberings that that was the greatest thing that she could have ever done because it moved her away from the spotlight and uh, allowed that then 24-year-old to to try to find the self-acceptance that she longed for and unfortunately she never got. You know, and she spoke out as recently as 2021 saying that she didn't regret ripping up that picture. And it's interesting how it transformed her life into a very different path where musically, I mean, she could have been, she's certainly a household name, but could have been an even bigger star. I mean, what a voice and what a talent. Can you talk a little bit, Eric, about who she was as a person? Where did that activism and that kind of, that, that, that conviction to her really staunch beliefs come from? It, it really started uh, as a kid with the physical and mental abuse that her mother put upon her. And then growing up in Ireland with the shadow of the Catholic Church and the shadow of the IRA bombing cities where she was growing up in and the shadow of war and and uh, and, and that kind of destruction, not only of the physical stuff that's happening around her, but also the mental anguish of her. And, you know, her record label told her when she, when she first got signed to, you know, wear your hair long and wear dresses and look pretty and what did she do the next day she went and she shaved her head and that's exactly the kind of defiant figure and person that Sinead O'Connor was nobody was going to tell her that she was wrong and it wasn't you know like a like a puny little child she absolutely had convictions in what she believed in whether it was health or mental health or beauty standards or the way that the industry should be run um, she was very opinionated and that rubbed people the wrong way, uh, uh, the wrong way of, you know, that whole just shut up and sing um, did not 
jive with her whatsoever. Talk about her as a singer, because I mean, what a voice. I think, yeah. you know, we, we can hear the voice. We can certainly see the video. Um, she has so much success and I think so much potential when it came to being a singer. She had an incredible amount of talent. Yeah, she absolutely did. I mean, it was absolutely that voice of an angel that could make you cry with joy and happiness and then also get you really angry following along those lyrics within the next song. And uh, that's who she was. She had a, a powerful voice and people that followed her personal life knew that when she was going from folk to rock to alt rock to jazz and torch songs and reggae music in her 10 album career, um, uh, you can easily match up what was going on with her life to the music that she was creating. Even even if her biggest song, Nothing Compared to You, was a cover, there's nobody that could have sung the way that, that she did. And, and even watching the video of her staring into the camera, into us, and watching that tear fall, that song, she made it into into her own about the loss and lament of, of her mother. And, you know, that nothing, throughout all of it, throughout all the hatred and the horror that she went through with her mom, still, at the end of the day, she's family by blood and nothing compared to her. You know, when we think about her, it's really, it's hard to separate that event on Saturday Night Live when she ripped up the picture of the yeah. And I'm not taking away the significance of the action, and certainly people would be outraged today if some if an artist did that, but I think we see so many stunts, and we see so many artists doing things that kind of try to break the mold and get talked about. I don't know if it would be met with the same scandal that it was back then. Do you? Oh no! Do you agree? No, certainly with that? not. I mean, it was. It was yeah, huge. absolutely. I mean, there was only like five television channels that most people were watching. <laughs> you know, there was only. You know, there wasn't. You know, the internet. There wasn't um, social media. There wasn't the ability to have uh, a shocking moment, and then everybody goes and looks at the next shiny right. thing. This was a. This was a decade long um, harassment that she had. The very next day, people started burning her album. The Catholic Church. Um, had, um, you know, picketed her shows. Um, she had concerts canceled. She got dropped from various record labels around the world. Um, she got death threats every moment of every waking day where in the cities where she was appearing and she got booed off the stage at a Bob Dylan tribute concert. This marked her for the remaining days of her life. This isn't Madonna doing a, a video like, you know, um, you know, like a prayer and all of us going, well, you know, that's just Madonna, right. you know, she's just courting controversy. This was not controversial in her eyes. This was the truth. And yet, when you look at the outpouring of love that, that I've seen on social media when it comes to anything announcing her death, talking about her death, it seems like there was a lot of forgiveness. Do you think that that just came with time or understanding that, look, she was an artist and now we've seen other shocking behavior from other artists over the years? Yeah, and also people understanding that she was right. You know, like nothing that she was saying was incorrect, not just about what was going on in the Catholic Church, and I don't care what side or what religion anybody is going on. Those are just simply the facts. Um, and the, her ability to talk about beauty standards and talk about what women went through and female empowerment and talking about LGBTQIA plus advocacy, um, talking about the, um, you know, putting the spotlight on the BIPOC community, those were... 
those were things that nobody was really talking about that maybe the rest of all of us had to kind of chase up and realize. But, um, yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, though, in all total honesty, there's a lot of people with an outpouring of love that that certainly have something to apologize to her for because they were definitely not on her side when this happened back back then, that's for sure. There are, I think, a few words that really come to mind when you think about Sinead O'Connor. Certainly you think controversial, you think complicated, you think about mental health. There were a lot of concert cancellations that took place in the later part of her career, including a couple appearances here in Edmonton that she didn't make. You mentioned her 17-year-old son last year taking his own life. Is her life, Eric, in your opinion, overall a tragic one? Uh, Wow, that's a great question. From my perspective as a music publicist and somebody that's worked with her, no, because at the end of it all, she was a true artist with a capital A. Um, she might be thinking it's a tragedy at times, but I think she would probably think it's a, it's a comedy in others. Um, but she got through it to the best of her ability. And like all of us, everything is just day to day and we're all just trying to get by. And she just had a lot more to deal with than the average person did. Eric, thank you so much for your great perspective. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. Thanks, of course. That's Eric Alper, freelance music publicist and Sirius XM host, talking about the death of Irish singer Sinead O'Connor, passed away at the age of 56. We still don't know details about her death, but uh, that is a a relatively young age uh, to lose someone and someone with quite a legacy.